There once was a little boy named Travis, and Travis's father was named Solomon. Every night, right before Travis went to sleep, Solomon would warn Travis not to take a cookie from the cookie jar, and that if he obeyed, he would get a handful of cookies at the end of the week. But the end of the week came and went, and Travis didn't get any cookies. So Travis thought to himself, Hmm, I want a cookie really bad. I'm going to disobey my father. So Travis tiptoed down the stairs into the kitchen and reached into the cookie jar. Wow, this cookie's delicious, and my dad will never know. But right as Travis was eating his last cookie, Solomon walked into the room and said, Travis, what have you done? Nervously, Travis looked around for an excuse. But father, you didn't give me a cookie at the appointed day. You said I could have one at the end of the week, but I never got one. So I forced myself to disobey you in order to get the cookie that I needed. Travis, you have acted foolishly. Now neither you nor your descendants will ever have cookies again. Oh, man, not my descendants. In 1 Samuel 13, we find a story that is just like the failure of Travis, except it had much bigger consequences. We find the story of King Saul, the first king of Israel. The people of Israel cried out for a king, and the prophet Samuel anointed Saul as their first king. Saul's very first act as king was to attack the Philistines. But the Philistines weren't too happy about that, so they gathered their entire army against Saul and the Israelites. Their army was so massive that all the soldiers of Israel trembled and feared for their lives. Many even deserted King Saul, and some hid in caves and wells. But Saul was told by the prophet Samuel not to do anything for seven days, because then, after seven days, Samuel would show up and would seek the favor and counsel of God on behalf of Israel. Because Saul was not a prophet or priest, he could not offer a sacrifice to God in order to get God's advice, so he had to wait for Samuel, the prophet. However, seven days went by, and Samuel was not there. So Saul decided to do what was unlawful. He decided to offer the sacrifice himself. Right as he finished offering the sacrifice, Samuel showed up and said, Saul, what have you done? You've been disobedient. Just like Travis, there was an expectation of what would happen. Travis expected to get a handful of cookies at the end of the week, but that didn't happen. Saul expected Samuel to show up at the end of the week as well, but that didn't happen either. Now, some of us might be tempted to think that both Travis and King Saul had a right to do what they did. After all, someone else didn't follow through on what they said. So really, it was Travis's father's fault, not Travis. And it was the prophet Samuel's fault, not King Saul, right? Wrong. Both Travis and Saul made a judgment call. They wanted the blessing that was promised to them more than they wanted to obey God. And so, when their expectations weren't met, they quickly disobeyed God in order to get what they wanted. When God didn't meet their expectations, they decided to lose faith in God. Have you ever expected God to do something and he didn't come through? God will often test us and see if we are willing to let our expectations go unmet as long as we can remain faithful to the Lord. We all have expectations of things that will happen in our life. When our own personal deadlines aren't met, what will we do? Will we run away from trusting in God and try to get it on our own, like King Saul? Or will we continue to trust in God no matter what, even if we don't get what we expect? Some of our expectations are very specific, like what college we'll go to or what age we'll get married at or having a family or what type of friends we'll have. And some are less specific. 
but we will all experience disappointment of some kind because those expectations will not be met. It's impossible for every expectation we have for our lives to come true. And when that happens, will we stop trusting in God and go about things our own way? Or will we be patient and wait for God to work things out however he sees fit? The issue is not that we have expectations like Travis and King Saul. The problem arises if we handle our unmet expectations in the same way that Travis and King Saul did. They valued the thing that was promised to them more than the one who promised it. So they disobeyed the one who promised the blessing in order to try to meet their own expectations. You might think that this is no big deal, but the story of King Saul doesn't end with a simple scolding. Samuel doesn't simply say, just try better next time. Samuel actually says that Saul's entire destiny and the destiny of all his descendants is completely changed because of this. They will not be kings, and Saul's kingship will be taken away from even him. Saul's impatience towards his own expectations for his life caused him to fall away from the faith. He stopped trusting God and started trusting in himself. He wanted the thing that was promised more than the promiser himself. And the same danger is at stake with Christians today. How do we deal with expectations for our life? Will we run away from trusting God and try to get it our own way? Or will we continue to trust in God no matter what, even if we don't get what we expect? Do we value God himself more than the things that we expect him to give us? We're not just at risk of simply getting scolded by God. We are at risk of walking away completely from faith in Christ. We must keep ourselves in the love of God. We must prevent ourselves from trusting too much in our own expectations for our life. We must say to God, even if my expectations aren't met, God, I will still live for you. 